Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the pro wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas and Paint Trade Pipe Bomb Productions. You all know who I am, but I am so proud to finally welcome back to the show the founder, the owner, the chairman, the CEO, whatever, of Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions himself. Ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Litwinkowicz. Ricky, it has been too long, sir. There's a lot brewing over here, so, uh, you know, schedules are very tight. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, there's new shows coming out, which is going to be, uh, I think, phenomenal on my part. A lot oh, of work, absolutely. but that's the way that happens. I mean, I know that the fan base of Ringside Chaos is fully aware of Pipe Bomb Radio NYC and, of course, Pipe Bomb Metallic. And now we'll have Pipe Bomb Bowling, a bowling vlog. All right. We got some new shit coming. It's we just, do indeed you know, because, man. Takes time. But, Ricky, the subject for today, honestly, I, I got to be honest because everybody knows I've, I have and never have quite been an Impact Wrestling kind of guy or TNA as it's back to being. But as of today, you informed me that Scott DeMore, the president of TNA, is no longer. He has been fired. It's a very weird feeling. And I'll, I have quite a few different um, informational tidbits for you guys okay. about this. Um, well, I tried to find out why, but I could not find a reason as to why they decided to fire the guy. I mean, this came out of nowhere. Well, here's the thing, okay? I have this strange feeling, and maybe it's because we see it in a different perspective with the whole TKO WWE thing, okay? Right, right. You have this big merger. You're going to be changing a lot of stuff up. So you, got, you get people in on your board of directors, so to speak. Like, we are leading to say, you now have The Rock as part of the board of directors for TKO. Oh, yeah. So you now have transitioning of probably newer ideas, newer outlooks, uh, popularity, so to speak, which is going to change things around for a little bit. I believe Anthem is the company that's... Uh... Well, Anthem was the one that had decided to change it from TNA to Impact. Right. This is and a DeMore, while ago. DeMore is the reason why it reverted back to TNA, if I'm correct. It's actually not true. Oh, uh, huh. A lot of the popularity from TNA was the reason why a lot of people left. Okay. The, the brand had changed. Now, for those who actually remember what TNA was originally, TNA was not originally a four-sided ring. It was a six-sided ring. It was. Which made it a lot more difficult for wrestlers who had wrestled in a four-sided ring to adapt. Eventually, over the course of time, that changed. As well as the fact being is, is that TNA was originally with Dixie Carter before right. she sold it to Anthem because she was losing money. And Anthem it, picked it, it up. It was originally founded by uh, Jeff Jarrett and his father, I believe, back yes. in 2002. And it's had multiple owners over the course of time. Yeah, it was originally NWA TNA, if I'm correct, or TNA NWA. Yes. But then NWA left, and then it just became straight TNA. Right. And then became so, Impact, and then Global Life Force or something like that. Well, then, actually, yeah. no. It was still, at that point, Impact slash TNA. 
global force was what happened when Jarrett left TNA. Okay. He pretty much got kicked out of TNA. And he decided that him and Karen and, believe it or not, Scott Demore, all kind of grouped up to make global force wrestling. Which then again, at some point later on, merged. It was still TNA. Then it became Impact. And then now back to TNA. Interesting. See, you, you know Impact Wrestling very well, Ricky. I do. It, it, it's, yeah. it, believe it or not, it, when it was on TV here on Thursday nights, that was something that I had watched till about 11 o'clock, and then uh, video games went on. Okay. And for those of you wondering, I've never, I've never had a problem with TNA or Impact. I've just never, I just never got into it. I, I don't think TNA is bad at all. I've, I've watched some footage. I've, I've seen a lot of stuff that you've shown me, Ricky. So, uh, but from what I understand, Scott Demore has been a huge part of the company. He had been with the company since 2003, and a lot of a lot of people credit him for helping it make it what it is today. Well, if you go back and you look at the roster for TNA, Impact, even Global Force Wrestling, uh, he has trained well over, I think it's three or four dozen. Oh. He- He's, Active got his own, wrestlers. He's, he's even got his own promotion, in, I believe, in Canada, in his native Canada. Yes. And uh, just to bring up some of the names that Scott Demore has trained, okay? Uh, Rhino, ECW uh-huh. original. Wow. Now you go with t- uh, parts of Team Canada back in the day. Bobby Roode. Wow. Petey Williams. Eric Young. Oh, wow. And then you're going to go a little bit more further down the line. Where he is trained guys like Kushida, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, uh, TNA Impact, uh, TNA um, Tag Team Champion Rosemary, Moose, Gail Kim, the current champion, Allison K, who has been between TNA and uh, NWA. Yeah, I know uh, her. D'Angelo Williams, he's known as somebody else, and the name just kind of doesn't click with me right now. Even uh, knockout Taylor Wilde. So it's not like he doesn't have a huge list of people that he hasn't trained. But these are all wrestlers that have been in TNA, Global Force Wrestling, or even some of the other ones. um, If you want to call them indies or you want to call them, um, oh, what the hell would that name be? Um, Whatever. But bottom line is he has trained a respectable amount of talent. And it may not be a, it might not be a laundry list, but I would say that list is in fact elite. No, but if you intended. but it, 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 there is a very big elite list here. You figure Gail Kim is a Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely, a pioneer in women's wrestling. Um, yeah, Moose, who just came from the NFL and just decided, hey, I'm going to do pro wrestling. I mean, that's I Jason mean Falcons, I believe. Yeah, and you, I mean. The Motor City Machine Guns, Saban and Shelley. I mean, he's got a very, very big list, and this is all out of Can-Am Wrestling in Windsor, Ontario. That's his promotion, I believe. Which is, is, you know, when it goes back to it, you have Team Canada. And that's very significant. But starting with TNA in 2003, he originally was a, rel- a wrestler, but he was, kind of yeah. retired. In that former factor, because it wasn't that he couldn't wrestle, they felt that he would be in a better spot as a manager. 
So there you go. I mean, like he's been in TNA for well over almost, 20 years. Yeah, 21. Well, no, he did take a break from 2010 to 2014. He wasn't there. Okay. He, he did go start the global force in 2014, 2017, and then back full time, whether it be manager or behind the scenes from 2017 to 2024. Okay. So it's not like he doesn't have the longevity to be in TNA, but I mean, he has a, he has a hall of fame career right there alone. Oh, absolutely. I mean, believe it or not, he was actually trained by Al Snow. Which is again, another guy who's probably never going to see the hall of fame, but has pretty much a hall of fame career. Oh, absolutely. And, we mentioned how he's a promoter as well. I believe he owns a promotion called Border City Wrestling, I believe. Yes. He's also, and it was actually, no, I got it, the Can-Am, that's actually his wrestling school. And so. just in the, the whole wrestling part, he is in the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame class of this year. Okay. Uh, he, does, he has had actual titles in his career. Um, BCW Can-Am Heavyweight Champion five times. Uh, BCW Can-Am Tag Champion once, and he's in their Hall of Fame as of 2009. Uh, he also has a Tag Team Championship in Elite Wrestling Federation, a Heavyweight Championship in Michigan, in MCW, UCW Heavyweight Champion, uh, WWS Heavyweight Champion. He's been a Tag Champion in the Midwest Territorial Wrestling and Grand Prix, uh, Grand Prix Wrestling Tag. So it's basically what I'm saying is, is that with all of the accomplishments that Scott Damore has, I I have this feeling that Anthem's kind of dropping the ball here a little bit. Well, a lot of people are very unhappy, and I'm not talking about fans, but you know the likes of Moose, you know Kazarian, uh, Jordan Grace. Everybody has really honestly expressed their overwhelming support for the guy. I mean. Like I said, the dude is well respected and is well credited for the for the for the success of Impact Wrestling. Or excuse me, TNA Wrestling. Well, I'm sure everybody knows what I mean. But you see, a lot of a lot of people have expressed their support, not only fans but even the wrestlers themselves, and that means something. When you take somebody with the longevity of a Scott Demore out of the situation, I know a lot of people are not going to be happy with change and. This is a very, very significant change. Could this negatively impact the company moving forward? Okay, so according to the article that we have, and this was from MSN.com. Let's make sure we give credit to them. And that's the one uh, you sent me, yes. That's the one for you the sent article. Me. Uh, they are putting somebody in his spot who has no legitimate knowledge of the business. That's already a red flag, if you ask me. I can understand if you want to try to get your feet wet first and then yeah. get put into the spot. But like I had mentioned earlier, and I think this is the critical part. With the change that Anthem is now bringing impact into TNA is almost the same thing as the merger of TKO with WWE. And the reason why I say this is because one company sees the turnover of another. 
and figure, hey, this might be a great idea if we do this. Will they try to bring Scott Demore back? Probably not. No. Will they try to put him in a different position? Probably not. But here is where I see this this whole situation happening. People are going from company to company, left and right. Wrestlers are. are leaving AEW and going to WWE. Leaving WWE, going to <laughs> AEW. Leaving TNA slash Impact, going to WWE or AEW. In levels of the way wrestling is going right now, if you were to pick a top five, you're obviously going to have WWE and AEW one and two. I really would say that TNA slash Impact wouldn't be three or four. They'd be like number five. Let's say New Japan's got to be considered. New Japan, I would say probably would be like number three. Yeah, I agree. And then the other Japanese promotion would probably be number four. Pro Wrestling Noah? Yes. Yeah. There's also All Japan, but but All, All Japan... All Japan is, is out there, but... It's but it's not, not as popular as Noah or not as popular as New Japan or, uh, from what I understand, Pro Wrestling Noah. And this is not a knock on All Japan. Not no, no, it's not. Because it's probably one of the more difficult companies to either access to become a wrestler or to perform in as a wrestler. Because, again, it's it's not... I mean, because New, New Japan, obviously, is the most popular one in Japan. But if you think of it, the styles are totally different. Yeah, the style... Uh, the training style. is totally yeah. different. Everything in Japan, whether it be New Japan or Noah or Old Japan, they have their system. They have yeah. their dojos that everybody's got to work through and bust their ass or whatever. It's not like going to the WWE Performance Center no, no. and doing that. I mean, it's, everything's on a different scale. It is, yeah. But now, for me, knowing the fact that Demore's got 21 years in not only managerial, but in ring experience, plus backstage experience, what doors does this open for him? Does this now push him, let's say, from number five to number two? Does it push him from number five to number one? I don't see him doing anything overseas. No. So that's why I wouldn't say Noah or New Japan would be on that listing. That's where Anthem makes the mistake. Yeah. Well, mistake number two, because you're putting an inexperienced guy in in a spot that he don't know. Uh, yeah, and no, unless no. he somehow got some on-the-job training on the fly within the last six weeks of when TNA was starting to come back and now in existence, or what? Because Damore only had that president of wrestling from March 13th till... Today. Until now, yeah, until, until today. So he's had 11 months of being the president. And he has, yeah. having little feuds with Bully Ray along the way and some of the other wrestlers in Moose and, you know. But these are guys that he's worked with already. Yeah, so yeah. 
that would be my only thing of saying, well, what's his next step? And well, he's not an older guy either. No, that's, he's only that's 49. Pretty, yeah. So, I mean, there's still a lot of gas left in the Morris tank. Oh, no, so, no doubt about it. We talk, and you talk about where, where he could go next. Well, well, you mentioned Japan. Now, if you were to go to AEW, now keep in mind, AEW does, in fact, have a working relationship with, with New Japan. If you were to go to, say, Major League Wrestling, I believe Major League Wrestling actually has a working relationship with Pro Wrestling Noah. And New Japan as well. And they've New had Japan, Recently, yeah. they've had some uh, recent Japanese talent over. MLW um, is growing and growing. It, it, it is making progress. That's where the problem lies. And I don't think a lot of people really put their fingers on it very much. I watch MLW. I don't watch it live. I watch the replay on YouTube. And I, and I, and I, have, and I have been to a show. I, I, saw, I saw Ross and Marshall Von Eric main event, which, which was one of the best things I've ever seen. I mean, they just had Kojima win the title from Kane. He's now a two-time MLD, MLW champion, heavyweight champion. Oh, Richard, oh. The, did, did, Richard, did Richard Holiday already challenge for the title? Yes, he did. That, that match was said and done. It was in New York a few weeks ago. He un, so he unsuccessfully challenged Kane? Correct. Okay. I'm surprised. I, I really felt sure that they were going to put the belt on him, especially because he re-signed with MLW. There are so many companies now that are trying to stake claims somewhere. Okay? GCW who has, re- has had more appearances from Matt Cardona than anything else on the planet. MLW. There's, and then you have all the heavy hitters. You have Impact. You have AEW. You have WWE. There are only so far that these little companies can go. And I can't put them on the level of an ECW. Because just ECW was just original by itself. Right. But there is just so much pro wrestling out there that if a guy like Scott Demore shows up for maybe three shows, might happen. Else, outside of that, no, yeah. I can't see. I can't see him ending up in an MLW because they have way too many storylines to begin with. Right. Um, GCW is definitely not a place he would go. So again, like it's it. This is where which company really wants to draw the line with having somebody like a Scott Demore on their payroll. And I'm gonna hate to say it, but with all of the rumors and shit that are going around for WWE right now, that might be the place he goes. I honestly believe it is. Well. I'm sure he would do great in AEW, but problem is AEW's. It's not only the talent that's over that's overloaded, but it's the it, it's the management. I mean, so when you have Tony Khan with with like with as far as president, all that, that's Tony Khan's position. So I kind of feel like Demore could do more than be a backstage producer or an agent or a coach. That's as they where call I it. think. That's where I think. And again, I'll put it in quotation marks. Rumors. Right. Okay. Rumors. So we don't know. We don't uh, see because again, I, I had to stress to, to, to the uh, to the audience of this show the reason why I've not done an episode about Vince is because there's just not a, there's just not enough out there. There is plenty to be out there. It's whether you play the game of true or false. 
Exactly. And rumors have it. Now with The Rock being on the board of directors for TKO. Okay. That there is going to be a turnover backstage. Has nothing to do with the talent. But there are guys that have probably hit their expiration date and a lot further than the expiration date, like way past expiration, where guys need to be kind of turned over a little bit, saying, you know what? Your longevity of here is over. Um, I'll, I'll throw three names out there that possibly you look at. Um, Dutch Mantel, who's still in WWE, sitting in there behind the scenes, playing with his really? beard and telling people what to do. Bruce Pritchard, obviously, is still in WWE. and He's not going, he's not going anywhere. Scandal is all I got to say. There are names on this 65-page list that are very mind-boggling. That's why you aren't seeing half of them anymore. Wait, you um, think Bruce Pritchard is involved? Yes, there's a long list of names on that freaking documentation about... You, you see, like, the, the information uh, is becoming clear. I might I'm be close it, to doing an episode on it. I'm calling it the ST, okay? okay. I don't want to use anything that could get anything demonetized, okay? Um, there are guys that are on this list that could be turned over and swept away and there's a guy like Scott Demore who could fill any of those roles definitely so more likely than anything if all of the rumored names that are I have heard throughout the wrestling community start dropping like flies new blood's coming and I would not expect to somehow see on an MSN report or any of the other uh, wrestling blogs that I, I, I see on, like, YouTube or on the Internet saying, hey, you know, um, you know, Scott Pritchard just got his ass raped on, on, from WWE. He got kicked to the side. Oh, Scott DeMord got hired to take his spot. Boom. There you go. And I, it's not like you can really down that because he's got a resume where he should have probably have been in a bigger company years ago. But he ended up staying in, like, let's say, like, 4A minors. Like, he never got to the majors. And he was just, like, in, like, AAA or 4A wrestling and just never hit the bigger time. That's where I kind of see where it's happening. It, it, Anthem kind of dropped the ball on this big time. I, absolutely. But as far, as far as Pritchard goes, I just saw, I think he just recently underwent surgery. So, But as, 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 far, as far as this him involved in this whole scandal, I mean, again, we don't, we don't know who else is involved. And I'm sure as time, as time goes by, we'll, I'm, I'm, there's definitely, definitely going to be some info re- revelations coming out in the future, let me tell you. But, you know, and as far as DeMore goes in WWE, I feel like that's the place he's definitely headed to. But I would ask, would you say he's going to work with NXT or or going to work on on the other main shows? I think it's probably going to you're going to see him go to the, like the main roster like really fast. Okay. 
Because the great thing about Scott Demore is is that with the seven years that he had Impact slash TNA from 2017 to 2024, some of the talent that's on that list that he trained were extremely significant pieces. Moose especially. Oh, definitely. Rosemary. She's now, I believe, a three-time knockout champion or impact tag team champion. Okay. She's a great te- she's a great technician. Uh they had Alex Shelley run with the heavyweight title for a few months. Saban's back running the X Division title, which puts a lot of significance to it. I don't think Eric Young would have returned to Impact slash TNA if it weren't for a Scott Damore. I mean, the the list of people that are on this, uh, t- Taylor Wilde came back, found her home back in TNA. So, yeah, uh, I, I think that's, Damore is probably going to be not only the fresh of, uh, the breath of fresh air for storyline and creative and things like that, but what happens now is some of this talent decides to leave TNA. They get out of their contracts. Scott Amore is at WWE. He either brings him into TNA, brings him into Raw or SmackDown. And then you've just fulfilled a roster with not only just names, but guys who have been in the business that have been around for a long time, like an AJ Styles. Think of that. We'd be surprised if AJ Styles... Well, it turns out... Well, imagine this. Demore does get hired by WWE, and then it turns out... And then, then they say that AJ Styles played a huge role in it. I wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked. I mean, several other of the Impact guys, too, could play, could play a role in it. I mean, I'm not, as far as other Impact guys in WWE right now, not, none of them, uh, there's not that really come off the top of my head except for Styles, because, again, I've never been an Impact uh, wrestling guy, but... Off the top of my head, there's no... Well, okay, so the Global Force era, uh, you had Drew McIntyre there. Right? Oh, Actually, okay, obviously, okay. he wasn't by Drew McIntyre, though. Right. He was Galloway. Yeah, he was Drew uh, Galloway, in, but still, in, everybody in uh I mean, the the list of people that are there are just, it's significant enough that, not like he doesn't know anybody there, but obviously there are a lot of people that have gone back and forth between both that, you know, he could have the relationship with. Yeah. Wouldn't it be surprised if Triple H already gave the guy a call? I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised, but they just obviously got to negotiate. They got to kind of talk it over. It's it's not it's not a decision that can just be made. Like I, I think it's I think it's going to be more of the fact being is is that Demore is not going to want to just jump into the into the the deep end yet. I think it's going to be a little while. I'd say maybe three six months. Yeah, goes home. He spends time with his family. Um, kind of just lets off the steam that he just got blown off from TNA after being resurrected after five, six weeks. You know, it's, it, it's, I don't, it, it's not like a wrestler hitting the free agency market and then be like, oh, we're going to scoop you up. Uh, like, I don't think it's going to work that fast. No. But it, again, it's a process too. But again, I do say it though, quote, rumors that if their turnovers are done in, in certain companies, you're going to see him take their spots. That's the way I kind of see it. Huh. So, 
Well, I guess we've covered uh, covered this, this whole thing. Uh, any final words, Ricky? I am. I don't know if I could be mad at the Demore release. I could probably be kind of confused with it. Confused is honestly the the best one for me. I can't. Say, okay, I can't say disappointed because again, I'm I've, I'm not an Impact Wrestling fan. I mean, I, I mean, again, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's bad. Again, I've just never been into Impact Wrestling, but I have watched a, a decent amount because Ricky has shown me a lot of footage. I can, but based on what I've read on the reactions from the wrestlers, the whole thing is disappointing. But in my case, I'm just like, for me, I, I would I was, I would basically like I would say surprised. Surprise is the, honestly the most realistic word for me because, ba- again, based on what I've read, based on what I've just learned from you, like, yeah, I'm very surprised that they would do something like this, especially because, as you mentioned, they replaced it with somebody that does not know wrestling. My only, my only thing yeah. is, is this. So it's more like head scratch surprise for we, me. We, like, really, want, we really won't see what the turnover is. Until we see the next few episodes of what TNA looks like. Right. And it's sad to say that TNA is still pre-recorded. Like, I've not seen any live shows from TNA as they've come back. They're still in that pre-record mode. So we have to, I would say, probably within... The next two, three weeks, we'll see what the difference is. Till that time where we see that they <laughs> try to figure out how to do live programming instead of doing pre-recorded crap, that we'd see any changes. But, again, like, imp- uh, TNA Impact has dropped the ball. Anthem has dropped the ball on this big time by putting somebody and who's not experienced in the pro wrestling world and TNA is pro wrestling. It's not sports entertainment. Let's not get that twisted. Um, but the more getting kind of let go by TNA is going to brighten somebody else's future. That's the only thing I could say. And until that point, everything's a waiting game. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, you can find Ringside Chaos anywhere you get your podcasts. So please hit the subscribe buttons, hit the notification bells. I need to be sure that you won't be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. You can find Ricky's shows also anywhere you get your podcasts. Pipe Bomb Radio New York City and, of course, Pipe Bomb Metallic. And, Ricky, I believe you also said you got, you got a new project coming up. Yes. Pipe Bomb Bowling, I am starting a bowling vlog. Uh, I bowl on Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays. Mm -hmm. So what I will do each vlog is I will separate the game. We will bowl three games or two games, depending on which day it is. Uh, Everybody gets to see some highlight footage of myself, my teammates, and the uh, guys that we bowl against, or girls that we bowl against, because we do have female teams. Uh, Then I give a little bit of analysis. You know, we'll have some advertising, you know, just the difference of seeing from what studio stuff is like to being in the real life style, uh, real life spots where uh, people get to see me actually bowl and analyze things and have some fun. Well, Ricky, I certainly look forward to that. And I know that the listeners of this show would certainly look forward to that. 
Ricky, thank you so much for coming on the show. I cannot wait for you to come back on, sir, because you are welcome anytime. The door will never close on you, sir. Believe me, I think that uh, that Vince McMahon one is coming very soon. Oh, you know what? Well, based on how it went, I think I need to do the episode with you. Believe me, I have my uh, ear to the ground on a lot of this stuff, and uh, social media can be a bitch. Mm-hmm. But ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. When the time is right, the episode will be out. That I promise you. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. Ricky, thank you again, sir. You're welcome, sir.